Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs> Mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyers or more. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go to places that make me feel good and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. Okay, and this is technically Teletruth Tuesday, but it is Wednesday, August the 12th, 2020. Just finished watching uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden give their introductory speeches. And I will say this, if we don't say anything else, and I don't really talk too much about politics because it's none of your business, but, um, and I'm in politics, which is what's funny. Uh, I'm a human rights commissioner. So Kamala Harris is probably next to Tracy Ellis Ross, one of the most joyful black women I've seen on screen naturally, just in her element speaking. Now, I wanted to do a show about toxic mamas because I wanted to finish that off, and we can make this a 27-part series if I want to. It's my show. But I wanted to do a show called Toxic Period because so much stuff has come to light that I just can't believe that as human beings, not black, not white, not anything, just as human beings, we treat each other this way. And so um, I'm I'm online, and I I can't make this shit up. And I think sometimes a lot of people online forget that you know them in real life. And you're like, are you you serious right now? Because I just saw you five minutes ago struggling. I just saw you. So... A very specific person had put out that she felt some type of way about she didn't want Kamala Harris because she says, I'd rather keep Trump in office. And I'm thinking to myself, ma'am, if, when Trump cut that food stamp card, because he going to cut it, all that money that y'all getting to take care of your babies and whatever, and, you know, we make jokes about 
being able to see y'all in the line with the crab legs and shit like that and people, you know, that have to pay for groceries. Like, I said, uh, uh, just one month worth of groceries will humble a lot of y'all motherfuckers about what you think is proper and precise. Um, and it, it shocked me because she's a black woman that had this to say about Kamala Harris. So another black woman came to Kamala Harris's rescue today on the show when she was being damned by an African man. You know, he's talking about what she did when she was a prosecutor and all these other things. And I'm not saying to negate that. What I'm saying is that you skipped out the whole part where she became a senator. <laughs> so, so basically that's like someone talking about what you did when you were in junior high school, but you have a master's or a PhD now. So do you eat the same? Do you think the same? Do you do anything the same as what you did when you were in junior high school? I don't. So I, I just think that it became utterly clear that America hates black women. Y'all do. And I, and I think another dichotomy that we need to look at is that white men love black women. White men love them so much that there are several of billionaires that are married to black women, creatively, uh, historically, politically, married to black women. Uh, white men love black women so much that a white man chose a black woman to run beside him as a partner. And some of you motherfuckers won't even choose us to be your wife. <laughs> the irony of it, right? But yet it's the white man that you claim is holding you back. You can't get nothing because of him, you know, him, this mysterious person. But you think Donald Trump is on point. You know, I don't speak negatively um, publicly about any political official, even though I'm not afforded the same uh, courtesy in my own town, right? Um, but I don't do that just because to me it's important. Um, if I have to say something about the president or about, you know, my council members or about government or something like that, that's reserved for a cocktail party or a happy hour. It's my personal opinion. It's not reserved for the air. Um, but it makes me sick to think that, you know, and I, I got a text message from my aunt today, and um, she said, so what brand of black woman do y'all actually like? Y'all don't like Beyonce. Y'all don't like Megan. Y'all don't like Cardi. Y'all don't like Kamala. Y'all don't like Michelle. Y'all don't like Oprah. Not hood women, y'all don't like suburb women, not corporate women, not domestic women, not hood rat women, not mom with many children, not women with no kids, not women who hate sex, not women who enjoy sex. So y'all like to fuck black women, but y'all do not actually like black women. And y'all know that I have said this to y'all before. A lot of y'all criticize seats that you will never, ever sit in. You can't even graduate motherfucking undergrad, and you're going to talk about who the fuck would do a better job than this woman that has been a senator? And that's what, like, you understand that she beat out Cory Booker. Like, as far as, like, they were going to do a little something together, and her popularity was higher than Cory Booker. Cory ain't did nothing but be a vegan. <laughs> Cory ain't did nothing, and y'all had a problem with him and his fine ass over there in New Jersey. Y'all had a problem with him. Then he was gay. So the fuck what if he was? 
Y'all be worried about the wrong shit. Y'all worried about who's sitting in the White House seat or who has the opportunity to sit in the seat, and you don't even know where your fucking father is. You don't know where your children's father is. You don't know where your baby mama's at. You're perpetuating stereotypes every single day and becoming statistics, but you worried about who's in the house based on the money that you think you're going to get. Do you know that the president that is in office right now has literally said that people that live in the suburbs, not you, but people that live in the suburbs don't have to worry about street people or urban decay. This is a direct quote. I'm not being funny. Uh, They don't have to worry about their property value going down. If you look historically, especially in cities like Chicago and and in um, Oklahoma, suburbs were built to get people away from the inner city. People did not originally want to live in the suburbs. They wanted to live in the city because that's where they worked. You're talking 1920s, 1910, right, 1930s, before we started really seeing automotive uh, trade here in the U.S. So when you move to the suburbs, Trump said that he's going to do something so that y'all can't do that. So you know what that means to me? Someone that has been in banking and finance for 20 years, someone who was a mortgage broker for close to 10, that means that you're about to change the way that the mortgage and the lending institutions are going to lend. Because remember, we were already part of the subprime category, right? We were part of the reason that the housing market crashed, subprime loans, which typically, guess who subprime loans went to? Ding, 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 black, Latinos, and poor people, okay? I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is fucking hilarious. He's, I think he's better than Chris Rock. I love Dave Chappelle. I was upset when I heard that he might have fucked Azalea Banks, but it's all good. It's fine. But Dave Chappelle said something fucking brilliant. Um, and it was on an old, I think it was like a Saturday Night Live thing he was talking about. He was like, I never said to vote for Trump. He said, all I said was give the man a chance. He was like, now I see the error of my ways. He said, but I'm going to keep a gangster with you. He said, I really should vote for Trump or something of that nature, he said, because Trump is for rich people, and I'm fucking rich. You see what I'm saying? So if you're not paying attention to what's going on and you get swooped up in a bill that was signed, if you watch, there was, um, there was a, a, a series, I believe it's on Hulu, and it's called Mrs. America, Women. I especially want you to watch it. It's meant to, but it was about Gloria Steinem, uh, Phyllis Schlafly, and that whole, you know, uh, what is her name? Shirley Chisholm was in it, and they did an excellent job with her character. You will see how politics really is, okay? So politics is a little something like this. You're going and you're testing out wedding cakes, right? And you're told that you can have five wedding cakes, okay? Then as it gets closer to the date, you're told you can have four, Then it gets closer to the date you're told you can have three, but you're okay with that because you're like, these are my three favorite cakes that I wanted. The cakes represent bills and laws that need to be passed. By the time you get to your wedding, you only have one cake left, right? You know why? Because everyone else had their own cake, their own agenda that they had to bring to the table. So you, although you had five issues, five cakes that you wanted to bring to the table, and get passed and get done because everybody else had five cakes and five issues that they wanted to get passed, 
you were only allotted one. So you have to pick the most important and the most delicious, delectable, crowd-pleasing cake that you can. That's a bill. That's how bills and laws get passed. And I should know because we sit around and we rewrite bylaws in my city and in my town, okay? That's how politics works. Yes, that is 100% true that the people that you see in um, the presidential seat, they call them puppets. I wouldn't say puppets, but I would say that the real laws get made on the Senate floor, on congressional floors, with your assemblyman and your assemblywoman. Crystal People Stokes, y'all know I sing, sing her praises all day long. She is our majority leader here uh, in Buffalo, New York. So, and she's a black woman. She is at the head of the marijuana reform and decriminalizing marijuana. She's been doing that long before Cuomo talked about it. But guess what? She went to the table with a bill to get cannabis legalized here in New York State, and guess what happened? Everything else that she wanted got passed, not that one. Everything is about negotiations. And if you guys don't know how politics work, it's really in poor taste for you to speak about things that you don't know about. I only bash the president about things that he says that are anti-Semitic, that are anti-LGBTQ, that are anti-Black, that are anti-poor, because it's fucking wrong. That's, that's the human side of it. Politically, you understand what I'm saying? He's done some good things, and, and he's done some very terrible things. Okay, he said some fucked up shit. I'm surprised they have a random missile through the goddamn White House. Okay, and no, I did not vote for Trump. I am not a Trump supporter. But what I'm saying is, is that when you look at black and white of the thing and you look at the numbers, Biden had to choose Kamala. And by the way, Ski Wee, she's an AKA, and as well went to Howard University where both of my nieces graduated from. So now what y'all are doing as black people is understanding that now you have a choice. And now a lot of y'all are saying that you don't want to vote. You don't want to vote. Do you know what this man is going to do <laughs> to people in the United States another four years? Do you know? Because I can, I can kind of grasp it, because I think if you go watch some old Hitler movies, you'll see it. So I want to get off that because I just wanted to address the fact that I'm very disheartened and ashamed of black people in this country speaking so ill of Kamala Harris, and she's been endorsed by motherfuckers that you'll never meet if you died and came back to life again. She was endorsed by Barack. Um, so just like you want to give this man a chance. And then, and then another thing I need black men to stop doing. I need black men to stop saying that the president should have signed executive orders for, you know, the police departments and things like that. No, y'all motherfuckers should have went out and fucking voted when it came time to vote a mayor, when it came time to vote fucking judges, when it came time to vote for Senate, when it came time to vote for school boards. Y'all motherfuckers should have got out and vote. Because those are the people in, at your local sector, that's where the real fucking power is. And then it trickles through and gets through the city, through the county, and then through the state. Learn your shit before you be sitting up there talking about blaspheming a black man that ain't worried about what the fuck you doing. And you out here fucking looking for Percocets and young bitches in your old car with an APR older than the bitch than you fucking fucking with. Knock it the fuck off. If you don't understand something, just say that. But please don't bandwagon this election. Please don't do that. Okay, vote for whoever you want to. I would never steer anybody to vote for whatever. Republican, Democrat, it, it is what it is. I could tell you some stories about the Republicans in my family, okay, because they had money, but they handled their motherfucking business. And yes, 
they were black. There's an entire situation that went on through slavery with the Republican Party saying, okay, we'll release you, but you have to sign up. If you're going to sign up to vote, you need to sign up Republican. That's a real thing. That really fucking happened. So, yes, there are black Republicans. I perhaps am not one of them. But when y'all blame an entire party and then you blame, now, now you're blaming Kamala Harris and now Joe Biden did this. Listen, if you can go back to your elementary and your middle school days and tell me that you didn't do shit that was fucked up, but now you've graduated into being a mama or a peepaw or somebody mama or, grand, or, or, or ancestor or, or relative, don't talk to me about what the fuck these people did. Are they going to get in there and do what the fuck they need to do? Because if not, I need to know that we are going to be able to stand as a people and say, okay, let's get them the fuck out. We do have that fucking power. Okay, you didn't like Hillary. You didn't like fucking Elizabeth. You didn't like, you don't like anybody. That woman needs to be protected and respected at all costs. That woman could have been out here with scandals. Then I saw some black man trying to bring up her dating past. How say you, sir? What about your fucking raggedy-ass dating pastor? Who fucking cares? Is she going to get the shit done or not? That's all I care about. So now let me move forward to my dear Auntie Peace, which we talked about this dude. I believe his name is Jonathan Olden. Jonathan Olden, he's a crab-ass coon. So I was in this group, and somebody had posted that this dude had um, – Dine and dash. And so I didn't really know what that was. So I guess the dine and dash is when, like, people sit down, they eat dinner, and then one person gets up and acts like they go in the bathroom, the other person leaves, and then they both leave, and they stick the server with the bill. Having been in, you know, food service, not food service, but hospitality for years, waitress, bartending, whatever, um, just to let you know, usually you only get comps like one check a night. Um, and it definitely wouldn't have been the $200 one that this man stuck this girl with, okay? Um, this particular gentleman has a, well, this coon has, excuse me, an entire YouTube page devoted to the con artist and scamming shit that he did. And I had to do a dear auntie about it because I was in another group and I heard about it. But I actually, one of my sisters knows this man. Like, she wasn't romantic with him, but he, you know, he told her he was an orthodontist. And he told her, and I always tell you all this, and this is why I don't sweat shit. I don't have dating anxiety. If a motherfucker tell me he an astronaut, you know what, baby, that's right. You an astronaut. You up there. Get it, boo. You know what I'm saying? You an astronaut. My baby an astronaut. He worked for NASA. But guess what? When it's time to do astronaut shit with the space shuttle, you better be able to produce it. Because if you don't produce me no space shuttle, no security clearances, no motherfucking NASA suit, your astronaut fishbowl hat, I need to see something. So this man at one point was going around telling people that he owned a gym. I don't I'm Ladies, I'm upset with y'all because I'm the type of broad you could tell me that. Motherfucker, I need to see it. I need to see the paperwork. I need to see something. This is now the second time that I've also heard within a six, not even a six-month period, a three-month period, that y'all out here getting jewelry and you don't have your own motherfucking jeweler that you bring your shit to and say, can I get my shit appraised so that I can insure it? You ain't got to disrespect a man or nothing to pick an argument with the motherfucker about it. Have your own fucking jeweler. My jeweler is in the Clark Building in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
let it be known right now today. If you didn't know, if you don't know, now you know. Any man that has bought me a piece of jewelry, okay, my husband mainly, my ex-husband mainly, oh, it went, if it didn't come from the Clark building, it went there to get the paperwork so you could put that shit in the safe and do what you need to do. Y'all ain't even protecting yourself. I had a conversation with a woman, and this is this, this ain't no regular motherfucker. This is a broad. She was married to a motherfucking plastic surgeon. We'll say that. Down in Texas. And she to the naked eye, had probably close to a million dollars in jewelry until she went to go try to sell it as they were going through their divorce and found out that those were not original real pieces. So the emerald, the engagement ring. Now, rich people, this is rich people shit. So rich people will get duplicates of their jewelry made so that when they go on, you know, cruises or they go out of town or there's someplace, the original stay either with the jeweler in the safety deposit box or wherever they put it in a safe on the fake stuff, but the wife knows. She didn't know. Cartier, fake, Birkenbag, fake. And Regine Carter, uh, not Regine Carter, Yaya Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's ratchet daughter, just came out and, and gave a statement about the Hermes, and she's absolutely right. You're only allowed to buy so many Hermes a year. You have to get on a waiting list. Like Oprah herself can't get them. And she was saying that's why when a lot of y'all are coming out getting these bags, she's like some of them can't be real because there's no way they letting you buy these shits like that. That's why she said her dad goes overseas. So the lady that was dating this dude, Jonathan, she ends up finding out her ring is fake because she went to the gym. It started tarnishing. She went to the jeweler. The jeweler was like, I just don't understand how it got that far and you didn't fucking know. Now, I can understand dating a serial killer, and not knowing he was a serial killer than to know that a motherfucker was broke, raggedy, and had 57,000 girlfriends. There's no, that I don't understand, okay? I have made a mistake and dated assassins and fucking shit like that. I have not made a mistake and dated someone. First of all, when she was, you know, this girl in the group was saying, and I was watching on the YouTube video, discussing that to my, oh, my account is overdraft. The I don't need to know all that. Motherfucker, I am not your wife yet. I understand that you proposed to me with this tin man aluminum foil ring with some type of crystal meth in it as a fucking stone, but no. The minute that I, your money is none of my motherfucking business. I don't need to know how much you have. I don't, I, and I know that y'all think that I'm this, like, you know, oh, you always fuck with motherfuckers with money. Listen. I got my own money, so I don't really care about what you do. As long as I'm not touching my wallet, doorknobs, garbage cans, and shit like that, we good. So the minute that a motherfucker would have told me that his bank account was overdrawn $1,000, I don't, I, not, I don't know what you want me to say about that. Okay, because that sounds like you finna ask me for some money and I don't give men money. I don't. Unless I owed it to you, I don't give men money. And I don't ask men for money either. So I just, I don't understand. Like that right there, my coochie would have been so dry. It would have been like Pringles chips, like in the can, like like all the moistness would have just gone away. Like, what do you mean? Okay. And not to say that accidents don't happen, but because I know that if you're telling me what's going on with your bank account, you won't follow it up with, and I need. I don't pay for dick. Sit my ass down for some dick. I'll, I'll do nice things for dick, but I'm not going to give you any money and you're a grown-ass man. You ain't got no mattress money. You ain't got 
Now you can sell to, you know what I mean? A thousand dollars. What? Then I find out that the girl has to, this is just one girl sent two grand to the, the people, gave them a check for $2,000 so that they can pay for the deposit on the what you call it, this, this, and this. She ain't tell the part where the dude cashed it in his name because she gave him a blank check. Ma'am, why are you giving men we just met off the street a blank check? Unless his name is on the account, I'm not going to play with you. And there were a lot of little red flags. And, again, because maybe because I have worked in financial institutions, certain shit that he was saying didn't make sense. Right. My sister said that he told her he was an orthodontist. Okay. I'm going to need to see some degrees. I'm going to need, you know, like where are you practicing at? Because there ain't, there's orthodontists have work. And orthodontists get paid. My son's braces was seven grand. And insurance don't cover it. So I just, and and, and I'm going to add this if if you're listening. I'm not being funny. But dude look like he sucked dick anyway. So this goes back to black men, you will take money from black women. Not all. Because I don't I don't I've never met these type of men. Right. I don't the black men that I deal with, with the exception of one, they love black women. You know, they mama black, they sisters is black, they you know what I'm saying, they revere and they protect black women. They might do little stupid shitty shit to me and I have to drag them. But for the most part, the men that I deal with romantically love black women. That's why they love me. So I'm seeing this trend of y'all hate black women so much. It's not enough to humiliate us and to cheat on us and to almost give us HIV because you want to go fuck 50 million other people for money. Y'all selling dick now? You know, and what made me even more sick was that there was this this resurgence of black men that was like, yeah, so what? Bitches do it to us all the time take our money. I'm like, who hurt you? And where is your motherfucking mama? If you're dealing with women that's sitting up there every other day talking about their bank account is overdrawn and shit like that, maybe you need to have a conversation with her about getting her priorities straight before she tries to date. Because I told you, I don't date when I'm broke. Okay? That shit will stop your mileage right there. When I ain't got it like that or I ain't got the time, I'm not outside dating. No, I'm in the house trying to get some money. And it ain't going to come from none of y'all uncles or daddies because I'm not no yes bitch. I'm not somebody that's just everything you say is amazing. Nah, if you're wrong, bitch, you're wrong. And that's just where we at in life. So I have been so disgusted by my own people this week that you would do this to black women, okay? And then turn around and have the nerve to ridicule a woman that has got it from the mud, Jamaican and Indian, to be a running mate with a presidential candidate, you know? So I just need y'all black men. Oh, I forgot, y'all. I forgot my truth this week. So my truth this week, because I know y'all listening. Hola. Um, so I tried to help a friend of mine out, right? Somebody I knew from high school came back, seemed like he was down on his luck. It was portrayed to me that the situation that he was in, he was used and abused by a woman who was not black, and um, that, you know, she had a bunch of kids, they didn't contribute to the household, this, that, and the third, you know, that they engaged in certain types of behavior. And I was like, you was used, you know, of five people in the house, you're the only person that's working, that's abuse, and they see how hard you would work, whatever. So I took the bread, I took the crumbs, I, I, I believed it, right? 
Next thing you know, I'm on the Internet and find out that, you know, now he's back with her, everything is cool, and that's okay. But my thing is this, is that when somebody offers you their home or one of their one of their homes to stay in because you didn't have no place to eat, when someone offers you food and, and fellowship and calls everybody that we knew from high school to lobby around you as a black man because you was fucked over by this broad, that you, you know, claimed that it was so bad, you know, and you was tired and all this other shit, the least you could have done, my guy, was called me on the phone and said, you know what, because I ain't talked to you in weeks, like just on some old, like, yo, you seem to be going through a lot, holler at me next week. That wasn't a dig, bruh. That was me saying, like, I understand you got a lot of shit going on, go handle that. When you're ready to, you know, rent out one of the properties, out, let's, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Your brother put his neck out for you. Everybody stuck their neck out for you. Everybody's trying to lobby around you. You're just a fucking clown. The minimum that you could have done instead of doing what you did, sir, is just to, to text or call and be like, yo, I don't mean to, you know, put your money on hold or nothing like that, or I don't mean to, you know, drag a situation out. I'm not going to be needing a crib um, because I'm back with my girl, whatever, whatever. It was great seeing you. You know what I'm saying? happy, you know, happy belated birthday and da-da-da and go on about your business. And we could have been cool. Nothing happened. There was no funny business. I'm telling you about my dude, talking about unk. You know, I'm telling you about my situation. You're telling me about yours. So I don't understand how it goes from this. But what I do sense is that's some bitch-made shit. And that's another thing. Y'all men, which is also toxic, need to start holding each other fucking accountable. I had to tell my brother yesterday, you need to go say something to this motherfucker because at the end of the day, he, can, he can't think that it's okay to do that, not just to me, but just to any woman who's a single mom who's saying, you know what, I got some spaces that you could be at. You know, don't worry about the money. Don't worry about, you know, a car. Don't worry about that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'll help you with your schoolwork if you need a help. You understand what I'm saying? Because English wasn't your best subject in school. You didn't comprehend well which is why I know you don't comprehend what the fuck is going on right now, okay? And so my aunt told me, my aunt was like, you know what? And this is somebody I held near and dear to me. That's why this is so, it's not hurtful because fuck you. I ain't seen you since I was a kid. But I'm just saying it's astonishing to me that you would take somebody who was doing nothing but trying to help you and just try to, like, you know, push them to the side like, like we didn't all lobby around you because we thought something was wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't wish you well. I wish you hell because you don't do shit like that. That's not – one thing about me, if I have to burn the bridge, that means that I paved the road somewhere else. So I know I can get back and forth and I don't have to. If you decide to stay in this city, at some point you're going to have to go through me, around me, in front of me, behind me. You're going to see me. And don't fucking speak to me because what you did was ignorant as fuck and it was uncalled for. You mad because you felt some type of way because I told you to holler at me next week or enjoy your summer. You know, do what you need to do and then holler at me if you need an apartment because I have access to five, okay? You didn't do that. You tried to be funny, so now I'm going to be hilarious. So if y'all listening, baby girl, please let it be known. Whatever the fuck that motherfucker told you, it was all done out of love. You know, I'm not, you know, I knew this motherfucker from movies in high school. I ain't seen him that's all you, you good, boo. It was never nothing like that. It was just you was trying to help this motherfucker. He don't want help. He just wants attention. And he wants to go the raggedy route. He wants to go the broke route. He wants to go the I don't have to work for my food route. And that's not where we come from 
everybody at some point got to get it from the mud, and some people are not are not willing to stand still and be the stick in the mud. So, all right, guys, I'm going to let y'all go tonight, but I do want to talk about some black boy joy that I saw this week. There were these two kids, and it was their first time um, hearing Phil Collins in the air tonight, and I think that it's such a pivotal um, situation that I have to play that shit tonight. And shout out to Robin Williams. Um, today is his death anniversary. Y'all know that I, that show, my first show, uh, my second show was done during that time. So, guys, tune in on Tuesday. I don't think we're going to do a stretch this week. I think it's all out there. But I definitely got, guys, I want you to pay attention to your intentions this week. If you have ill intentions towards people, this shit ain't going to work out. I promise you that. Nobody that's ever crossed me ended up in a better fucking place. And I don't even want no apologies. Thank you.